I'm excited to start it off. I have the privilege of kicking it off um, this morning, and it's, as you can see, it's being disciples of Jesus and making disciples of Jesus. Um, it is something that has been carrying on our hearts. At the end of last year, this has been almost in the cooking pot for, for almost about two to three months. As an eldership team, we've just been feeling God speaking to us, speaking to our hearts, and seeing something prophetically for Southern Gateway Church um, that we call our home. And so we prayed and we, we seek the future of Southern Gateway for 2020 and beyond. We've just been asking God, what are you, what are you saying for us? And we felt just an, uh, <clears throat> an increase on an emphasis of our vision. So we're not taking away, I don't know if you remember before, it's about knowing Jesus and making him known. Um, we're not taking that away. We're not saying it's bad or if it, this is greater. This is just an emphasis on that vision that we're carrying for us in our hearts. And we felt that God wants to take us deeper and to, to add on to that vision of making him known. So it's not taking away, it's not better. We just felt God speak to us clearly about this. And we began to search for the word. We, we sat as an eldership team. We looked at words that would, you know, that is current. We even thought about the word follower, that it might be more trendy for the young people because disciples is quite an old word. And we looked and we, 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 we discussed it for, for, for days. And then we really felt that there's so much meat on the word disciples. That followers, in other words, couldn't kind of match up to it. Because there's something about a disciple which we'll get into. And we felt that the word disciple carries more weight. And prophetically, we want to see Southern Gateway not just knowing God, which, which is good. We need to know God. Everyone knows God. Everyone knows Jesus. Sorry? But it's something about becoming his disciples. It carries more weight. It carries more emphasis. It's, it it's, it's almost calling us to become more and more close to him, to become his disciple. We might know him. You might see him. You might talk about him. But if you want to become a disciple of Jesus, it carries a, a sense of weight, a, a sense of purpose, a sense of this is, this is, what, this is who I am. I'm a disciple of Jesus. And then making disciples. And so it's to go deeper. And so this year we felt is to go deeper as a church. Go further than just knowing, but becoming his disciples and then making disciples. Not just telling people about Jesus, but, but, but walking with Jesus and with, with people in relationship and, and loving people deeply to seeing them set free, to seeing them be having just an incredible life with Jesus. And the scripture behind this is, the first one is, is Luke, so it's not just a random thing. Luke 5 verse 29, it says, afterwards Jesus went and looked for a man named Matthew. Not this Matthew, he's, he's a sinner. He found him sitting at a tax booth. He was a tax collector. Jesus said to him, be my disciple and follow me. That very moment, Matthew got up and left everything behind and followed me. So we're not just, just random things that we're making up. It's in the Bible. Like Jesus said, 
Be my disciples. That, that's a, his heart for us. Everyone sitting here, not here, is to be, become his disciple. And then Matthew 28, verse 16, it says, All authority in heaven on earth has been given to me, Jesus. Therefore, go and make disciples. Not go and tell people about Jesus, which is right. But it says, go and make disciples of Jesus, of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of age. So join us on this journey about as we seek Jesus' face, as we become his disciples. I'm not saying we're not his disciples. <laughs> but I just, there's the, a the change of emphasis that we become his disciples and we begin to make disciples. And so this is going to be a four-part series, just introducing. It's not going to be a one-off. It's going to be in our DNA. It's going to be in our life groups, not just today, but for the whole year. All our preachers will be pointing towards those two banners. And these things, as you read, please just, just go look at what's, what's read, just the coffee and tea, and just see what it's, it's all about. And so we'll be looking at four parts. The first two parts is about being disciples of Jesus. What does it mean to be a disciple? And then two parts, making disciples of Jesus. Um, and so there'll be four parts. And so they'll be all available on our website. If you miss a sermon, if you're not here next week, it's all on our website. You can listen to it. But let's be part of it. Let's be in unity about this is, this is our heart. This is our vision for a church. It's your vision. And I, and I pray and I, and I ask God that, that it becomes yours. It's not the elders or the leaders. It's, it's Southern Gateway's heart. The, the heartbeat this year is being disciple of Jesus and making disciples of Jesus. Is that good? So I have the privilege to do part one of that is of being a disciple of Jesus. So can we pray? Father God, we thank you for today. Thank you for your presence this morning in worship. Lord, I, it's sometimes hard just to stop and carry on with the, the service. Father, I thank you that we can dwell in your presence always. That it's not just limited to church. But every day we can meet with you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So turn with me to Luke 9, verse 14, or in your phone or your mobile. It's always funny, we always used to, as kids, we'll be sitting up here, and, you know, you, you bring your Bible for the first time as a young person, and uh, you're kind of proud of the moment, you, you brought a book to make notes, and you're just like, yes, this is, this is me, and then the guy would say some random scripture um, book in the Bible, and then everyone, <laughs> you'll just see everyone just... <laughs> Oh, and then they'll go to the content page. Now you just got your cell phone. You just, oh, there it is. Um, so Luke 9, verse 14. As you can see, yeah, this is a beautiful piece of bread. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I'll get to this just now, what it's all about. But bread... The Last Supper, Jesus surrounded himself with his disciples, his friends, around dinner, around relationship, sitting around the table, 
and as he broke bread and as he have they had communion. It was surrounded around this beautiful thing, bread. And so we're going to be looking at when Jesus feeds the 5,000, about how we see just in that scripture about being a disciple. And we're going to be looking at it, I'm just going to read through it. But the, the meaning for disciple is a personal follower of Jesus. So there's, there's a picture, I don't know if you can, it says, if Jesus tried to feed 5,000 today, it says, I can't eat that, I'm a vegan. Has that fish been tested for mercury? Another person shouts out from the crowd, is that bread gluten-free? So, that was just a laugh. So let's read Luke 9 verse 14 about this story. As the day... I'm reading from the Passion Translation, so if you can also read up there if you like. As the day wore on, the twelve came to Jesus and told him, it's getting late. You should send the crowds away to the surrounding villages and farms to get something to eat and find shelter for the night. There's nothing to eat here in the middle of nowhere. Jesus responded, verse 13, he says, you have the food to feed them. They replied, all we have is five small loaves of bread and two dried fish. Do you really expect us to buy, go and buy food for all these people? There are about nearly 5,000 men here with women and children besides. He told his disciples, have them sit down in the groups of 50 each. After everyone was seated, Jesus took the, the five loaves and two fishes Gazing into the heaven realm, he gave thanks for the food, and then in the, presence, in the presence of his disciples, he broke off pieces of bread and fish and kept giving more to each disciple to give to the crowd. It was multiplying before their eyes. So everyone ate until they were filled, and afterwards the disciples gathered up, gathered up the leftovers. It came to exactly 12 baskets So in the light of this is just looking at this story in the lens of being a disciple of Jesus. The first thing, if you, you read there in verse, I think it's verse 12, it, it says there it's, it's getting late. So there's seven things that we're going to be looking through just this scripture. Number one, it's getting late. It's getting late. I felt just, as I read that word, it, or that, that sentence, Jesus saying it's getting late, or the, the disciples getting, I felt like God said to us, time is, time is limited. Time is running out. Friends, we're living in the, the, the end times. Jesus is coming soon. We, might, we don't know, but when Jesus said, when he was on earth, he says, it's, it's, the end is coming soon. And so we're living in a, in a time where we're so focused on the future, but the future might not even be there in a sense. I'm not trying to scare us, but I just felt like God like, emphasized it's getting late. Most of our society would say, I'm just going to do it tomorrow. I'm just, I'm just going to, this year I want to I wanna love you. I want our, 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 our New Year's resolution will, will come just like, I want to be a better person, da, da, da. And, and the, the sad thing is that never happens. 
It's like, no, we'll do it tomorrow. I'll be, I, I want to have better quiet times this year. And it's like, no, I'll just do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. And I, and I felt just Jesus say, just, it's getting late. The time is now, today. That God wants to, Jesus wants you to become his disciple. We need more than ever to cling on to Jesus. The second thing the disciples said is, first of all, it's getting late. And then they said, why don't you just shoo the people away? Send them away. Send them to the villages. We need to realize that the, the DNA of Jesus is to never shoo people away. He never sends you away. He never sends you. He, he's the one who stands amongst the people and he calls out in a loud voice, all who are weary, all who are sinning, all who are thirsty, hungry, come to me. Come to me, for I'll give you rest. You will thirst no more. You will hunger no more. And you, you see, the thing is, we, the world is saying that being a disciple is not worth it. It will not feed you. It's like the disciples said, these guys, we cannot feed them. We don't have enough food to feed them. And so it's just like, it's almost like the church doesn't have enough to feed us. Jesus, the world is saying, it's not enough. You'll not be filled there. And the scary thing is, is people then go to search out in the world, and they are never, ever satisfied. Never satisfied by the world. I broke my watch during this, this, it's like my, my prized possession, except my wife. <laughs> but it, I, I really, I look after, you ask Amy, I really look after it. And, and somehow down that, I don't know why I took it, but down that thing, I just, and I cracked the screen. Yeah, and Amy's was cracked. It was a great day. <laughs> but it's just, I said, I was so cross. We walked into the car, and Amy was just like, and I just realized it's just worldly possessions. Even though it's nice, and even though I might preach for two hours now because I don't have a watch. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, 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 no. And the thing is, we, we, we say, we can't feed 5,000. I can't be, I can't, look at me. I can't be God's disciple. Look at my life. Look at my past. Look at my education. Look at my degree. Look, look at just who I am. I, I can't. 5,000. Jesus, this is crazy. And what we do actually is we send ourselves away. We, we step back. And God is saying, no, I want you to step forward. This year, I want you to step forward to become my disciples. The third thing they say is, when Jesus says this, is he responds to this and says, no, no, no. You have the food to feed them. See, little did they know that they had the bread of life sitting amongst them. They saw the physical. They saw only fish and bread in front of them. But little did they know they, saw, they didn't see Jesus sitting in the midst. The bread of life. I am the bread of life, Jesus says. I am the bread of life. 
that Jesus was in their lives. He was in the middle. Jesus wants to be, wants you more to be his disciples than you think. And I feel like disciple isn't to be have full of rules, which I'll come to just now. It's about relationship. Jesus died on the cross that to fulfill the law, so that we can have a relationship with him. Discipleship is not like a, a job description that we put on our on our names. It's a personal follower of Jesus. Something personal, so close to you and I. The fourth thing he says, he's, Jesus is so clever. He says, no, let them just relax. Put them in 50s first. Because he knows, you see, we see the multitudes. We see the, the, our friends, our, our people. We look at our lives and we say, Lord, we've got so much work to do in our own lives. We're like, God, I don't think we can get through all the nonsense, all the chokhos in my life. But Jesus says, no, I'll give you, just, just do 50 at the moment. Then you will see. Just do something small. And so he's not saying feed 5,000 now. He's saying he doesn't want you to be like the best disciple in the whole wild world. He's just saying start the journey. Start with 50. Start with 50. Don't worry about the 5,000. Don't worry about if I'm a good disciple or a bad disciple. Just start with 50. You just start this journey with him. And he gives us a little first to show that it's possible. When we see like, oh, actually, I'm a, I'm a disciple of Jesus. It's possible. The fifth thing is he was the first one to, to break the bread. He was first to break the bread. He sat down with his disciples like this last supper and he said, take this bread. I'm going to try my best. Yeah. So he has Jesus, not me. But I'm representing him. <laughs> and here, I'm going to try to break this bread. This is not so good. In the middle. So he, he's, he was here, and he, amongst his, his friends, his, his disciples, and he sees a multitude of 5,000, and it's like, it's just, he was the first one to break the bread. And so he began to, Break the bread. And he broke it first and he began. The next people, he didn't feed the people. Who did he give it to first? His disciples. So, What I want for, for each of you is just to take a piece of this bread. As we go around, if there's, there's more than enough, just to, to break a piece off. Not a small piece, there's enough, so like a nice chunk. Don't eat it. Relax. Okay. I know you're hungry. <laughs> just keep it. <laughs> yeah. 
as Jesus broke the bread, and we know that it's his body, he says this in, um, in the Last Supper, take this bread, this, this, this symbolizes my body. He broke his body. What he was saying in that Last Supper, and what he was saying for the disciples there on that day of the 5,000, he's saying, I want you to be so close to me. I want you to walk so close with you. I want to walk close, so close with you. I want to be your helper. He says, yeah, take it. Take me. I'm all you need in this world. This bread. So Jesus took the first step for us to becoming disciples. He took the first step forward so that we could take a step forward. He broke himself so that we could have a relationship with Jesus, with the Father, and with the Holy Spirit. He restored what the enemy took away. And the very thing, the word that, that a disciple and what we kind of feel that to be res- in, in emphasized, and we saw it yesterday in the hike, is the enemy steals relationship. He stole the relationship. In the, in the garden, he separated us. Sin separated us from God. And what Jesus did as he broke the bread, as he broke his life on the cross, as he was nailed to the cross, as, he's, as, he's, as he cried out to Father, forgive them for not they what they do. In that moment, he broke himself that the, the, the veil was torn. That me and you can have a relationship with Jesus. He restored. So it's almost like that scripture verse of says, I set a table before you, filled with food in the presence of my enemy. And that enemy is sin. That we can sit as disciples and enjoy, even though the, 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 the raging of our sin in the world is in our, the enemy is like shouting at us. It's like, we just hear classical music and candlelight dinner. Thanks. It's by him and in him that we are his. We are personal followers of Jesus. So the disciples knew that they knew Jesus that day. They've been walking with him, but by the end of that day, they, they realized that they were disciples. It's a moment of understanding, the deep understanding from just knowing to becoming his disciples. The sixth point is it says that it was multiplying before their eyes. It says it so that everyone ate until they were filled. 5,000, that's a lot of food. That's a lot of multiplying. Just God just kept, kept giving. Multiplied, 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 multiplied. So everyone was filled. Imagine, the world is empty. It's an empty place. It looks on the outside beautiful and and attractive, but inside it's cold and empty. 
says Jesus said that everyone was filled that day. When we become the disciples of Jesus, as we become to this, this, the breaking of the bread and, and us come in a personal relationship with Jesus, there's, there's, a, there's an element of being filled, satisfied. Just imagine living a life that is just full. There's no void. And afterwards, the disciples gathered up the leftovers and it came to exactly 12 baskets full. And as we become his disciples and walk this personal relationship with him, things will multiply in your life. Grace will multiply. Forgiveness will multiply. Giving will multiply. Thankfulness, praise, worship, self-esteem, self-image, your identity will all begin to multiply. You'll grow. Not just for enough, but for that you'll be filled. Because it says in every, in Ephesians 1, it says, in him we have every spiritual blessing. It says it's poured on us. It's like taking things and just pouring on us that we drenched with the blessings that are in Christ that we have. So church, the bread of life is here today. Waiting for you to take his life and walk with him this year. Because in this mist, there's going to be leftovers. And these leftovers is to give to others. Because in order to have a blessing, there needs to be a breaking. There needs to be a breaking in our lives. We sang it today. It is like to the T, surrender. There needs to be a breaking for a blessing. So I want you, with your bread, I want you to break a piece of your bread. This is the bread that Jesus has given you. I want you to break it. Break it. <laughs> Barbara wants to eat this. <laughs> I want you to break it. Break it. Feel the tear, the dividing. And I want you to just stand up. One minute. And I want you just to go give one of your pieces. I know we all got pieces. Just a symbolic, just giving to someone else. If it's behind you, if it's across the, the way, whatever it might be, give the other piece of bread to the person. Even if you do it three times, it doesn't matter. It's like Wayne's already eating. I didn't say eat your piece, bro. You can sit. Take a seat. And in the past to come, in the, in the, in the next few weeks is of breaking bread and giving, making people and, and loving people and giving of yourself. This thing of becoming 
the disciples of Jesus, there needs to be a breaking in our lives. Jesus broke the bread first, and then he gave it to the disciples, and the disciples broke and gave it to them. Later on, just below that in Luke, it says verse 23, I think it's verse 23, I might be wrong, but it says there, you know the scripture verses, pick up the cross, and even Taryn was singing it this, this morning, it says pick up the cross, pick up your cross, it says lose your life and you'll gain life. It says, deny yourself. Break yourself. It sounds strange, but it's, there's a breaking of you. It says, if you want to save your life, we all want to save our lives. <laughs> we saw that yesterday. <laughs> Everyone wants to save themselves. It was almost like in the stage, everyone, every man for themselves, but then you, then you begin to feel bad, and then you look behind, you go, okay, let me go help. And you go back, and then you're like, every man for himself, I'm out of here. And then you go back. This year, from this year, just lose it for the sake of the poor. Lose your life. Lose it for missions. Stand up for what is right at work. Do the right thing. Lose it for people. Lose it for the broken. Lose your life, because Jesus says you'll, you'll gain life. And as we have just broken bread, and now we're eating it, I can see it's gone. <laughs> Bread of life is here to satisfy you this, this morning. We are disciples of Jesus. Amen? We are disciples of Jesus. That's our, that's our heart. And I, I hope that culture isn't built in a day. Culture is built over time. To become Jesus' disciple, it's to deny ourselves daily. It's not going to be easy. Discipleship isn't the easy way out of life. It's the hard, but it's the rewarding. We gain life. And so this morning, can I plead with you, and a heart from us as an eldership team and us as a leadership team, that we become closer to Jesus. Walk closer to Jesus this year. To be his disciple, to be a personal follower of Jesus. And friends, this will multiply. It will multiply. It says it, it will multiply. Let's go back to the beginning, to the start. And that's, it's all about Jesus. So let's stand and as we can pray. Father God, we we just first of all we we recognize you in this room. The bread of life.
the one we worship this morning, in surrender and awe, in honor and glory. Thank you for giving us life. Thank you for breaking the bread. Thank you that you are the, the bread of life that we can experience not only the cross, but the, the life that the cross that brings. Lord, we just picture that moment we with the disciples sitting, having supper together, just being in relationship. Father, I pray that we, we come back to the, the, the things that matter the most in life, and that's relationships. I pray, Lord, that we become as, as people, a world so task-driven that our relationships have just withered and disappeared. That you sat around a table with men that you, that you walked with daily. These men saw everything. They saw the miracles. They saw the love that you had for people. They were stirred to the core. They gave up everything to be able to follow, to become your disciples. I pray this morning as we sit with you, as we sit at your table, as you break the bread, as you broke yourself, and you gave us a piece, I pray, Lord, those today, us, together as one, as Southern Gateway Church, a beautiful family, a beautiful community, your bride, I pray, today, Lord, we take the first step. Lord, you took the first step for us to restore the relationship. Lord, we want to follow you. We want to become your disciples. Help us, Lord. As we journey together as, as a people, Lord, we know, Lord, that we, it's not a perfect cookie-cut thing. There will be ups and downs in our lives. There will be challenges. There will be moments where we have to lose our life, when we want, and the most we want to hold on to it, where we have to deny ourselves and pick up the cross. I pray, Father, that you'll be with us. Because, Lord, right at the end of that scripture of Matthew 28, it says, I will never leave you. Or forsake you. Even in the darkest moments, in the valleys, your promise stands, yes and amen, that you'll never leave us or forsake us. And so this morning, Lord, we, we break our bread, we break ourselves. Break us. Let us lose our lives for what matters most. I pray, Lord, that today, from today, there'll be a multiplication in our lives, a multiplication in this church, that we will be a people that will desire to become your disciples, the emphasis of more, that we'll go deeper this year, we'll go deeper in our relationships with you, deeper with our relationships with others, that we'll find the lost, that we'll find people that, that, that are looking for you, and Lord, that we will take them to you. And then we'll divide our bread and give it to them. But Lord, that there'll be enough left over. 
And Lord, a picture for me of that left over is that the reward in heaven is great. Lord, you desire to be with us for eternity. That's your heart. It's not just to be with us for the short period of our life on earth. Your desire, you died on the cross for one thing that will be with you for eternity. For eternity. We ask this in your precious name. Being disciples of Jesus. Making disciples of Jesus. Just say that. Being disciples of Jesus. Making disciples of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.